It's time! Fight fans and degenerate gamblers, welcome to the Thick Boys Fight Club, where there are only two rules. Rule number one, always talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. Rule number two, talk about Thick Boys Fight Club, even if no one wants to talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. All right. We're back, baby. We took a week off. Sorry, guys. We needed it. Yeah, and we definitely need it considering how many fights we got coming up, guys. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, not only fights coming up, the amount of quality fights that we have coming up that you're going to want us at full tilt, zoomed in, ready to rock, <laughs> lock clocked, ready to go. Sorry, guys. We just need a little break. I wanted to make a video to kind of let everyone know, but, you know, it is what it is, guys. Sorry. So we're back, though. Uh, let's get into this. We got UFC Vegas 8 on the card. We got Smith versus Rackick. We're going to break that card down for you guys uh, real quick. Ty's got a little. Yeah, um, just a reminder, guys. Remember, like, comment, subscribe to be entered in to win either that Paulo Costa or Israel Adesanya shirt. We're going to do that drawing probably 10 days before um, that fight. You're going to get the pick, and we're going to mail it out to you so you get to wear it while you're watching the fight. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, as we said, just remember, you got to comment, subscribe, like, comment again. <laughs> Do yep. everything you every, every video you comment on, you get entered into the raffle additionally. And, you know, again, we'll break down the odds of what the likelihood of what it is to win and everything. Exactly. So, without further ado, let's break it down for them, man. Let's get right into it. I must say, I'm like, for a fight night card... I'm so fucking pumped for this shit. There yeah, are I gotta like, say they did a great job on this. There one. are there there's a couple fights it's like eh, but for the most part, oh man. That's, That's right. Well, let's say. let's just get right into it. Uh, starting off in our light heavyweight division, we have the rematch from the very controversial fight: Magomed Ankalev, thirteen and one, coming in as the minus three thirty favorite fighting Ian Kutalaba, 15 and 5, the plus 27, the underdog. I'm just going to take it away right here. Look, guys, that last fight was a joke. The ref was an idiot for calling it. Kutalaba was clearly playing rope-a-dope, pretending that he, was, he had been rocked. He, none of those kicks connected. All of them blocked with his freaking his, um, forearms. And honestly, I'm picking Kutalaba. Nick and I are picking Kutalaba here to win. Look, he's just the more athletic fighter. He's got more power in his hands. I do believe he's the faster of the two. He's also a Sambo and Judo national champion. He did Greco-Roman wrestling as a young child. Look, he's got great kickboxing, devastating knees in the clinch. He's got some nasty ground and pound. When he is on top of people, he just it, he's going for the finish. He's not trying to score points. He's trying to end the fight. I loved his last um, – his – the fight before this against Khalil Roundtree. He looks sensational. He looked great against um, Glover Teixeira, who's still an elite 205-er. And even though he lost, he looked really good. And he's just fought more high-quality opponents than Ankalov here has, won, has, or has fought. Like, Ankalov is good. He's got some good takedowns. His cardio, I will give it to him. He definitely has the better cardio of the two. 
he can go hard for three rounds where Kuzalaba, I do worry about him after the second round, third round, he's definitely going to be tired if they go that far, but I don't foresee that happening. Yeah. I don't foresee that happening at all. Uh, you know, I'm going to put this out there. This is the fight that I'm the most excited for actually on this whole entire card. I love the first one, you know, Kuzalaba comes out every time like that gets in your face, tries to intimidate you. I love the fact that Ankalav, though, wasn't having it. Started a little scuffle there in the beginning on that last fight. You know, got to love when we fight. We start out a fight, fighting before the bell's even rung. So these two guys got, they got some unsettled um, beef to handle, which is what's going to happen. And yeah, as Ty was saying, you know, super controversial. Cute Alaba here was not out by any stretch of the imagination. Obviously, we can't hate on the ref completely i must say it, it was a hard thing to watch when you watch it in real speed everything looked like it was connecting cute lava was pulling a rope-a-dope there acting like he was you know swaying left and right so in that defense of the ref even though i will say i don't really like that referee all that much he's made some other shitty calls in the past yeah too. i was gonna say you i know? saw i've seen a couple yeah from him that are he, he has nice. he has but I, I must give him the benefit of the doubt there. It was a hard one to see. I'm sure afterwards he felt like an idiot. He had to have. I mean, no doubt about it. Yeah. But yeah. Watching the replay, though, as you said, nothing connected. Zero. So, I, you know, we're going to see what happens on Saturday night here with this one. But, yeah, I do feel that Kudalala has the power in his hands to get it done. And we've already witnessed in the first fight that he can obviously bait Ankalov into fighting him that way for an all-out brawl. So I expect that to happen. I actually expect there to be a lot of knockouts on this card, to be honest with you. Looking at it, I went through the prelims a little bit as well. Um, if you guys are able to make those bets, you know, there might be some money to make if you can go through the whole thing and just literally select not, you know, first-round finishes. Uh, I would actually kind of strongly suggest it because I feel a lot of these could go really fast. But so on that note, though, especially this one, I think this is going to be a first-round banger who hits harder is who's going to win. That's Q DeLava. Yep. Um, let's move on to the next one. Uh, here we go. We got Ricardo Lamas, 19 and 8, minus 315, fighting in the featherweight division against the young newcomer Bill Alego, 13 and 4, plus 235. Nick, I'll let you take this one. Um, okay. Sorry. Who did you say he's fighting? <laughs> exactly. Lamas. Uh, no. Versus who? Oh, Bill Alego. Sorry. Yeah. A Fucking bum they found on the fucking street. That's who the fuck that is. <laughs> Let's be real, guys. This is the UFC doing nothing but strictly trying to make a fight. Uh, I'm actually a little disappointed here. I think they could have found someone a little better for Llamas to beat the shit out of. I mean, yeah, this was supposed to be a fight with Ryan Hall. You know, Ryan Hall had to pull out due to an injury. This is a short, last-minute fight. They found a dude who has been begging to get into the UFC for years now. Now, I mean, shouldn't be talking so much shit. I'll be real, guys. If I saw Bill, Ale how do you even say his name? Bill Algio. I'm sure if we were walking down the street, talking shit to each other, he'd probably fuck me up. There's no doubt about that. So I can't take that respect away from him. But, you know, he's not in the same league as the UFC. Yeah, we've got a good record of amateur fights and whatnot, but this is the UFC. Ricardo Lamas is going to make this guy look silly. I'm sorry, folks. If you have a million dollars, put the fucking bet in. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm fully with Nick here. Like, look, at minus 315, man, there's still money to be made there. This, this, this is the fight I feel the most confident about. This kid is making his UFC debut. He lost his fight on the Dana White contender series against, a, you know, like a guy, like a no-namer, like someone, yeah, doesn't matter. Well, you're talking about Ricardo Lamas. Yes, he got knocked up by Calvin Cater. Who isn't getting knocked out by that dude right now? And he looked just incredible against Elkins in the fight just before that. He was working with some nasty calf kicks, head kicks. His boxing is clean. He's a Div- Division three wrestler. He's actually the um, Illinois-Wisconsin national ch- two-time national champion. Or not national, but yeah, state champion. He's, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And I'm actually going to make my call right here. I'm picking Ricardo Lamas to win by decision. If you can put that prop bet in, that's what I'm going to take. I'm seeing Ricardo Lamas sinking in that patented guillotine choke and um, finishing Bill because I think the stand-up's just going to be too much for Bill to handle. He's going to shoot for a takedown, leave his neck open, and just get choked out. So not by decision then. No, I'm picking – yeah, Lamas is going to finish him. It's yeah, definitely you, like if it's said, an under yeah, – okay, yeah. no, I said pick him by, get, by submission. Sorry, if I said decision, oh, I meant to say that. pick <laughs> by submission. He's going to choke him out with that guillotine. That, like, if I could put down the exact submission, that's the one I would say. Okay. okay, I like that. I like the call. Yeah. Um, All right. Moving on to the women's straw weight division, we have – Ji Yon Kim, 9-2-2, two, two, coming in as a plus-260 underdog, fighting Alexa Grasso, 11-3, the minus-320 favorite. This is one, again, I feel extremely confident about. Look, Kim, predominantly a boxer. She has a big overhand right that she likes to use. She is strong in the clinch, but I'm going to be real with you guys. She's very basic on the types of strikes she uses. She doesn't have a lot of diversity to, diversity to them. She's very predictable. You can just see everything she's going to do coming. She just goes jab, 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 big right hand. Jab, 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 big right hand. Like she's, That's her only t- weapon to win this fight. Where Grosso has some excellent technical boxing. She's light on her feet, great movement, utilizes leg kicks, body kicks. She's also got great clinch defense. She knows how to frame really well, and she's got some really nasty knees from in there as well. I just think she's going to overwhelm Kim here with her technical abilities and creativity. And she's just going to, Kim is going to be a step behind the whole fight. Yeah. You know, as, as we're talking here, you got Grosso is coming up to the flyweight division. Yeah. She was having difficulty making weight or yeah. Gain, I mean, yeah. Making weight down there. So that shouldn't be an issue for her. Uh, you have Kim though now who actually has a hard time making weight for this division. So that will be interesting to, to check out that night, what kind of happens. Um, you know, guys, Ty and I were talking a little before this, uh, just, you know, to feel each other out. You know, I, Kim here, I, as long as, you know, we're going to see if there's a size advantage. I don't think there will be. Um, but there could be a little size thing here. But as Ty's saying, I think Grosso has so much, such a better skill set than Kim that that won't really matter, that Kim won't be able to bully us to Grosso around at all too much, you know? Um, but yeah, hey, Kim does have some, um, she's tough and she is coming off a really good performance on her last fight. But as we said, don't let that fool you. It was kind of scripted in, you know, it was an easy fight for her. It wasn't against a, 
a solid sound person as Grosso by any means. Yep. yep, yep. Um, yeah, I, I, Nick's got it right on the button. This is, let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, fighting in the welterweight division, it's our boy, the ruthless Robbie Lawler, 28, or 28 and 14, a plus 200 underdog, fighting Neil Magny, 23 and 8, minus 240 favorite. And I got to tell you, I'm going with my boy, Robbie Lawler. Look, I get it. Neil Magny has some incredible cardio. He sets a pace, but his style is not judge-friendly is the best way I could put it. His style really he could his he leaves rounds that could literally go either way when he should be dominating them. Like he just doesn't do enough to really solidify that he won a round. Where Robbie Lawler has big power, swings for the fences, and he just has the ability to just do just enough to swing the judges to his favor. And the other thing is Robbie has always come in phenomenal shape. Yes, he lost to Colby Covington, but you have to throw that fight out. Colby Covington is the best welterweight not named Kumara Usman. Like that guy sets a ridiculous pace. And Robbie was still able to hang in there for five rounds. It wasn't like he gassed out and got worked. It was just he couldn't keep up with the – he just didn't have an answer for the volume of Colby. Now, Neil Magny in his last – like he did have that one fight. I can't remember who it was against right off the top of my head. But he just dominated the dude. Worked G-Lang. G-Lang. He dominated him, worked him, made it look easy. But that the tier of competition that guy is compared to the other guys he fought, like the, the last person he fought, so I can't remember again his name off the top of my head, but was a much more competitive fight. And that guy's not the same caliber as Robbie Lawler here. I got to take my boy. Oh, yeah. This, I cannot believe that Robbie Lawler is a plus 200 underdog here. This is a mistake. Put the bet in now, folks, because I'm telling you right now, Neil Magny is going to wish that he got to fight Jeff Neal and that this fight didn't come into Robbie Lawler's hand. I mean, this, I think, is going to be an ass-whooping for Magny. I, I see nothing that Magny is going to be able to do to Robbie Lawler. As Lawler has said, in the past, he comes to take your soul. It's exactly what he's going to do that night. This is, this is going to be a beatdown. It's going to be another great match. I predict, I predict a first-round knockout here. Listen, when Robbie Lawler just swings that little fist of his, it's little, <laughs> little fist. It's night-night time. <laughs> it's night-night time. <laughs> it ain't, there is no, I'm just touching this guy up. When he swings, it's to knock you the fuck out. That's what it is. So by all means, guys, a plus 200 underdog. I love that pick. I love it. Yep, I'm with Nick. And the other thing I forgot to say is Robbie Lawler's head movement is, is great. I, I love yeah, I love the movement yeah. there. It's, and what we've seen, right, is what I forgot to talk about is Magny's more of a kickboxer. He does like to clinch a lot but they tend to struggle with more boxer-oriented fighters, and that's what Robbie Lawler is, man. He's a guy who likes to use his fists. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Clinch, Magny. Let's, let's see, talk about dirty boxing. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. When Lawler and, lands and, an uppercut, it's lights out, motherfucker. <laughs> that's right, and we've seen Neil Magny get rocked before, and yeah. 
Robbie Lawler's got freaking cement cement hands. But we, like Nick said, put the bet in plus two hundred. How could you not? You're gonna make some money. All day. Um, and then for the main event, Anthony the Lionheart Smith, thirty three and fifteen, coming in as a plus two sixty underdog, fighting the light heavyweight against Alexander Rachik. 12 and 2 minus 320 favorite Nick how you feeling about this well guys we're gonna you know this might not be the 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 answers you're looking for tonight on this one because we haven't this is the one we were not able to come to a uh a uh what do we call this a gathering of the minds on this particular (laughs) fight guys I'm gonna start with this you got Ray Kick guys there is no doubt about it that guy is a bad bad motherfucker he is. Um, last fight, super controversial. And when he took a decision loss to Vulcan, you know, I, I rewatched the fight again today. Definitely did not lose that fight. I don't know what judge possibly saw the fact that he did not win round one and two. Definitely lost the third. No doubt about that. But he had clearly won one and two. How he got a decision against him on that fight is amazing to me. You know, he's, like I said, like Dana White says, don't leave in the hands of judges. We get that. But that was a little crazy. So you can't really go off that fight. Um, there were some things from that fight, though, that I worries me here about Ray Kick going into this fight, which, you know, plays in the favor of my boy, Anthony Smith, guys. Um, you know, Anthony Smith can kick. And Vulcan, he was beating them legs up of Ray Kick. He really was. And that was slowing him down. I also believe, though, Anthony Smith has way more knockout power than Vulcan does. I believe with these tools that Anthony Smith can pull this off. He is a what? I'm sorry, a plus 260. Plus 260 underdog here. I'm telling you guys, just by looking at the odds here, that is a bet worth making. A plus 260 on a guy that is proven at fighting top guys versus a guy who hasn't seen the same level of competition at close at all. I would take that bet all day long. The only issue we got here is, yeah, we watched poor Lionheart literally almost get killed in one fight (laughs) and got his ass completely kicked in the other. For these reasons, that's why there's doubt there in the odds, I believe. But you got Anthony Smith, man. I I will tell you this. If you want to bet on this fight, you either bet with him or you don't bet at all. That's what I honestly recommend for you. Yeah. Look, guys. Uh, this is where Nick and I disagreed. I'm picking Raychek to win. Look, Anthony Smith definitely has knockout power. He's got good strikes. He's a good kickboxer. He's got some solid, dirty boxing, but he's a low-volume fighter. Um, he's flat-footed. And like Nick said, man, he got his ass beat bad the last two times. Raychek here is, you know, he's kind of surging. He's like an up-and-coming talent. With a bright future, he has 40 amateur kickboxing matches. He's definitely the more athletic of the two. I give him the speed advantage. He also has some nasty knockout power as well. He will shoot for takedowns. But the reason why I'm siding with Nick on the betting scenario here is 
to me, yes, I do give the advantage to Raychek. He should be the favorite, but this is closer to a pick of like, Raychek should be like a minus 180, something like that. Minus 320. I don't feel that comfortable to bet 320 to win $100 that Anthony Smith might not knock this dude out. It should be closer to a pick em. with Anthony Smith being plus 260. That's where I'd put my money and take a shot on that. Smith either knocks him out or somehow gets it to the ground and uses his Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and submits Raychik because we haven't really seen him off of his back on you know with someone of that skill and caliber on top of him. That just makes me – yeah. I, and if you – realistically, if you bet Kutalaba, Robbie Lawler, and Anthony Smith, 100 on each of those guys – Worst case scenario, if only one of them wins, because I'm going to tell you, one of those guys is going to win one of these fights. You break even. Worst case scenario. It is true. That's a good point you just made. That with the big underdogs, one of them has to hit. Yeah. So, but we should never say never, or will should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, we but, should, we've seen blowouts before. I, but. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> but, but I gotta I've, say. But it's one of those things, yeah. Yeah, these guys are – the thing is, these guys all have the potential to end the fight with a single punch. All the underdogs that we picked tonight, they, they are all knockout artists. And you got to think one of them has got to fucking get the KO tonight. For sure. And I, I'm going to say this. I've been love, We've loved it last week. You know, guys, sorry we didn't get the pick to you, but we picked Frankie last week. We cashed on that big. Uh, I, I've got to say, man, I'm almost loving the fact that the UFC keeps lining these – these old dogs up against these kids thinking like there's going to be some new outcome, you know, and not only that lining these old dogs up and making them plus money. I mean, by me, you know, we've been cashing off those. So I love it. So yeah, guys, that's where we're at. So for your main event guys, I, I think it's a pick them personally as well. Um, but because of the odd, I, I would definitely take Anthony Smith. At, yeah. You, you know, got to go with the value. Yeah. Value is there. You got Robbie Lawler by all means. We got Alexa Grasso, we got Ricardo Lamas, and last but not least, Ion, or yeah, Ion Kutalaba. So those are the picks, guys. We'll see what happens. We're ready to rock. We're going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of up in the air. I'm worried about some of these guys tilting a little bit, you know, like if, because I, you know, Robbie Lawler is a fan favorite for sure. So people are going to probably start betting on him here shortly. It could mess with the odd, and it could make his odd go down. So, you know, guys, that would be the one I would kind of suggest maybe putting in now, just in case. So we'll see. Unless there's a lot of Neil Magny fans out there that I don't know about, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for watching. Uh, we're glad to be back. Hopefully, we can make you guys some money. Um, like we said earlier, if you want to be in the T-shirt con contest, whether you are going to get a Israel Adesanya shirt or a Paula Costa shirt. And, guys, I don't know, real quick, hope you guys picked up that um, interview they had this week. You know, Paula Costa, he looking sharp, man. He looking sharp. Uh, you know, okay. This is going to be one of the best middleweight one. fights, in a, you know, but since Yo Romero, Paulo Costa. <laughs> just in case you guys did not see this interview, at one point, Israel got Costa so upset that he didn't even say anything. He just unbuttoned his shirt and said, this is what you're going to be dealing with. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, those washboard abs, oh. bro. And he goes, and he goes, I'm not even in shape yet. This is just natural. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, Damn. oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent natural yeah. for sure. No Mexican supplements at all. <laughs> for sure, no. So, all right, guys. Yeah. So, if you want to enter in for the contest, by all means, like we said, subscribe, like, comment. Please do if you want us to keep doing this. Um, that's what we need you to do. Yeah. But, hey, right, I hope it's a profitable weekend for everybody, man. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> Make some money, guys. We'll check you guys All later. Right. Shoot.